0: From RF Smart, this is Taking Inventory, a podcast all about better controlling your supply chain and improving inventory management. And now, your host, Sarah Archer. Hello, welcome back to Taking Inventory with RF Smart. My name is Sarah Archer. I am joined today by my colleague, Kate Williams, and one of our customers, Bill Tyler, who is representing TWG Supply. We're gonna get started today by letting them introduce themselves. So Kate, will you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Smart?
1: Of course. Hi everyone, we're so glad that you are here. My name is Kate Williams and I am the account manager for TWG Supply who is with us here today. My main role is to take care of the customer, make sure they're happy. If there's any additional functionality that they would like to take a look at, I am sure to get them on a demo. But Bill, I'm gonna let you go ahead and introduce yourself. We'll be right back. The cat sat on the Bill also wears a lot of hats here at RF Smart other than being a customer of ours. He often meets with some of our prospects and we're really grateful to have him here. Thank you, Bill.
2: Thanks, Kate. Yeah, my name is Bill Tyler. I am with TWG Supply. We're a one-stop shop for anything at an airport that isn't an airplane. I'm in the role of director of operations. I've been here about four years. I came on, we had myself, a salesperson, the owner, an accountant, and a driver. We've grown, we've got about 20 employees now. we got two locations and yeah, we're on RF Smart. We've been on net suite for seven years now been with RF smart for a little over a year and a half now very happy with that but yeah that's who I am that's who TWG is I came by way of audio video lighting I was in technical theater and then directed a television show for about five years and then got into construction equipment rental management as a fleet manager and then came over to the airport world which is super fun
0: I am a former theater kid turned tech person as well. So love having that (laughs) connection here. Yes, definitely. That's very awesome. So Bill, can you tell us a little bit about your setup at TWG? What is your warehouse like? What are you guys doing there? Just give us a little bit of background.
2: Yeah. So I usually say we're a very traditional warehouse. We've got widgets like everyone else has widgets. We have some things that are palletized, some things that are very small. We have a little bit of a unique situation in that we, up until about the last month or two, we were hand delivering probably 95% of our product being in the airport space. It was important that we're able to get the product to the technician on site. And that's a little bit of a logistic nightmare when you're talking about airports. So that was a big part of our special sauce is that we are badged at so many airports and we're able to get product directly to them. We've begun shipping a lot more of our product as we've grown our reach. And that was a big part of bringing on RF smart was trying to manage that inventory more effectively, being able to incorporate a pack station, ship station with rate shopping. And smart has been able to handle that very well. We have lots of customers that want us to ship on their accounts, some that don't, and some that it's one order, not the other. And that's been a challenge in the past, but smart has been able to handle that. And that's why I've been such an advocate for smart.
0: Awesome. Yeah, such a glowing review of RF Smart so early in the podcast. Thanks so much, Bill. <laughs> I know that Kate mentioned that you often speak to our prospects. Actually, the first time I heard Bill tell the TWG story was actually at our RF Smart sales kickoff earlier this year. And ever since I heard the story, it has been on my list to ask Bill to come tell it because I just think it's such a great representation and so many customers I think see themselves in this story. Mm -hmm. And so I'm gonna just kind of let you tell it, Bill, because I think that you do such a great job. So can you talk to us a little bit about why TWG chose NetSuite, why you chose RF Smart and your journey into using RF Smart your WMS?
2: Yeah, so we chose NetSuite as our ERP early on when we saw tremendous growth coming. We're, we've been around for about 15 years, but tremendous growth in the last four since I came on. NetSuite has been great at growing with us. It's fully customizable as everyone knows. But then we were looking at solutions for WMS, for warehouse management system. We did go with another warehouse management system or initially. We didn't go with R-Smart, And that's why I enjoy talking to other customers is I felt like if I had chosen to speak with other customers from the get-go, I would have made different decisions. I feel like I would have gone with RF Smart sooner. When I was trying to compare, it kept getting told to me from multiple avenues and we evaluated four different WMS options, and I kept being told, well it's apples to apples, it'll do the same thing. And that that is true to an extent, but it's not the full story. Some WMS options are much more opaque with the way they write transactions. I've always appreciated the way RF Smart, the way it's written directly on top of NetSuite and it's using native NetSuite records. I'm able to fully audit everything that's happening. I'm able to backtrack if something happens that shouldn't have happened, if a user error, or if we just click the wrong button, we're able to backtrack appropriately. And that's not an everyday occurrence, but with our other warehouse management solution, we weren't able to do that. There was unauditable tasks that were happening that were being written in a way that wasn't being written to the system information and that was For lack of a better word, that was scary to me because these are GL impacting events. So I wanted to be able to do warehouse management at the same time, have a completely transparent transaction. I don't want to have anything happen that I'm not able to go backwards and take a look and know exactly who did it, when they did it, and also be able to delete those records. RF Smart's done a great job of that because of the way it's written directly on top of native records. I do enjoy talking to other customers, because it feels like in the sales space, it's easy to say, well, warehouse management is warehouse management. You're moving a widget into and out of your warehouse. But the way that's accomplished can be done very differently. And the user interface to the mobile devices, that's all been very nice with RF smart. I had people up and going on the first day that we were live. We had about a two week implementation, but we had people running transactions the first day. And that very much was not the case with our first WMS solution. As far as increased functionality with Smart, I've not seen the type of advanced workflows that they they're able to accomplish with other solutions. We use image capture, we're into work order, we're looking at work order reporting. And all of that is advanced functionality that I wasn't seeing other places.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I heard from you, Bill, is you evaluated multiple solutions. You were kind of looking into this apples to apples approach of, well, all WMS is the same. Can you talk a little bit about, there are some things, especially in your prior experience that were red flags to you. And I know that sometimes those red flags, it's easy to gloss over, but can you talk about what some of those red flags might've been that made you say, hey, I think we might actually need to evaluate different solution.
2: Really the implementation is the biggest thing that went poorly with our other solutions. We were promised about a one month go live that dragged on to three months. It doubled the cost. And then we were never actually truly live. We tried to go live week after week, and we always had transactions that would lock up, that something would happen, inventory would appear as if it was there, but then it'd be unmovable. It wouldn't be pickable or would not be packable or it would not be shippable. And we'd have to back out transactions and then restart. And then I don't have another term for it. And I haven't heard other people talk about it, but we'd have phantom inventory that it would show is on hand, but not available and not in a bin, even though it was using bins. And I'd have to inventory just down and then turn off bins and then inventory just up back to zero and then turn on bins and then inventory just back up to put it in a bin. And all of that just is messy accounting. And that was really scary to me that, well, if we can't figure this out and it's taken three times longer than expected, what am I gonna to continue to run into down the line? And to contrast that to go live with RF Smart We had a great solutions consultant. I believe his name was Daniel. It felt like he was hours, 24 hours a day. I'm sure he had other projects going on, but it did not feel that way. And going through our other warehouse management solution, that was going through an integrator where I always felt a little bit on the back burner. It kind of felt like they were staying a chapter ahead in the book. They didn't really know any of the answers. When I asked, it was always, I'll get back to you. And while there's value in not saying things that you don't know. With Daniel, he knew the product backwards and forwards. I was able to ask those off the cuff questions and get an answer. But also it was as self-guided as I wanted it to be. The documentation on RF smarts knowledge base really did make it to where if I wanted to work on this 40 hours that week, I could have gotten it done in one week. We went live over about three weeks, but that was just because of scheduling. I, I really could have gone faster. And I don't know if you've ever tried to look at help documentation for anything else, but help documentation is really hit or miss in this industry. And that's something that smart has obviously spent some time on. And it really feels like all of those knowledge base articles are in direct response to an issue or a question that someone really would have had. And it's written in plain language that people like myself, that we might be a little bit technical, but that's not our, I'm not a computer scientist and I don't have to have a computer science degree to understand it. And that's been really powerful. I've been able to turn my employees onto the knowledge base and they're able to resource themselves, either learning the new functionality as we add it, or if they encounter an issue, like we've had some issues with our printers. Well, they were able to get on the knowledge base and do the troubleshooting themselves we were on an end-of-life product that wasn't officially supported by our Smart, but they still have a knowledge base article that got us where we needed to go.
0: I love hearing your passion about the knowledge base.
1: It's really great that our audience is able to hear you speak on that specifically, Bill, because I do believe that engagement matters specifically in the implementation process. You're going to get out what you put in, and Bill is... He's constantly diving into our product, constantly wondering what else we have to offer. He is all in. And I just think it's great that our audience is hearing this right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I also think that one of the things about being in our smart customers, there's so many resources available for you to be an advocate for yourself in the way that Bill is with the help documentation, with the knowledge base, with things like the podcast, with our monthly support webinars. These are all resources that are available to you at no cost that can really make a big difference. I've talked about this before, but our monthly what's new videos where we release what is coming and what has come. These are so important. Make sure you're signed up for those emails. If you aren't, you can email info at rfsmart.com. We'll make sure you get signed up. I want to backtrack just a little bit, Bill, because I asked you that question about what were these red flags. And some of the things that I heard from you were you felt like you were on the back burner. And the difference with RF Smart was that you felt like a priority. And certainly our people are very big part of what makes RF Smart so special. And then of course, also you talked a little bit about just the speed of the implementation and how with your previous solution, you never got fully live. But with RF Smart, you were live in about three weeks. One of the things that you mentioned was that when you were evaluating all of these solutions, you were told, well, they all kind of do the same thing. It's apples to apples. You've just got to look at the cost and decide what makes sense for your business. But in reality, there is quite a bit that goes into those quotes that you receive that helps you to understand what you're getting. And something that's a little bit taboo in the software world is really cost transparency and understanding what you're actually getting in those quotes. Can you speak to what your experience was like with
2: that? So, like I said, we did not initially go with RF smart when we were evaluating. But something that became apparent to us after our first implementation was that the implementation time, cost, training time and cost, that is not always spelled out correctly in quotes. Something that I do appreciate about RF Smart now is my employees were up and going quickly and being able to realize that ROI more quickly is obviously going to be important to me. New things are always really frustrating for new employees or for existing employees And being able to get up quickly and not have issues only increases their buy-in. So I don't know that you can quantify that on a quote, but I encourage people to always in any software evaluation to really dive into how quickly am I going to be up and going? And what does that actually look like? I know we got up and going in two and a half weeks, but we had to it was three months on our prior solution. And I was looking at companies and they didn't have any training or any implementation costs outside of a small implementation fee. And when I really press them on it, oh yeah, well, you're gonna need training and that'll be at $175 an hour and yada, yada. Okay, well, yeah, I'm trying to compare the cost between the two. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and spell that out. And I do appreciate the, I think it's respectful of RF Smart to actually put that in their quotes and to include that in all of their products, in the advanced workflows, everything. Training and implementation is included in a transparent way.
0: That transparency is so important. And actually we have a resource from RF smart that I'll leave linked in the show notes that helps you do exactly what Bill just said, that will walk you through how to evaluate quotes from both RF smart and other providers. So you know exactly what you're getting if you're evaluating RF smart. And of course, this podcast is for our customers and you may be listening and thinking, yeah, I already chose to go with Smart. Bill, you've got me convinced, right? <laughs> um, but th- there are certainly things too, Bill, that you guys have taken a step further, doing all of the base things right with Smart, And now you're able to implement things like image capture. Kate, could you, for our audience, talk a little bit about what image capture is and how it helps our customers?
1: Absolutely. Image capture is my favorite workflow, bar none, my background actually comes from the shipping world. So as you can imagine, dealt with a lot of claims, insurance with different carriers and fighting that battle. So what image capture is, is you can use your scanner. You take a picture of the product. You can take a picture of the BOL. You can take a picture of pretty much anything and you can attach it to the item fulfillment or the sales order. And it's always there for your taking. So if you ever run into a damage with a carrier and they're asking for a photo of the product before it went out... You have it. I used to have customers that would take photos and put them on a floppy disk, believe it or not. And How long does it take you to find the photo on that floppy disk? So I'm very passionate about this product. It's one of the simpler ones to utilize. But Bill has a great story to tell around his need and his use case for it.
2: Yeah, so we implemented image capture about three months ago. And that's another one that we turned it on. I asked about it. I had a demo within a day and then we had it turned on probably a couple of days later and people were using it that first day. And the first thing we did was implement taking pictures of things upon receipt. We've had customers that are ordering things that they may not know exactly what they're ordering and we're able to say. No, you, you got exactly what you ordered. We have a picture of exactly what came in and what went out. And then the very first week, I believe it was like four days in, we took a picture of a large order that went out. We were able to immediately attach that to the item fulfillment record. And then it was three, four weeks later that the customer called and said, oh, we're missing seven of the 10 pieces. Well, that would have been about $7,000 in a claim or however we would have to deal with that with a credit memo to the customer. But we were actually able to, oh, yeah, no, we're doing image capture. go back, look at that picture, zoom in, and I'm able to count. Oh, no, all 10 are there. Do you mind checking again? And they actually unloaded it on the street in front of the airport, and they didn't need all 10 at one time. So someone put these large, these are metal pieces that we're manufacturing. They put them in the scrap bin. Because we had our picture and we're able to push back nicely on the customer, they were able to go find that, reprimand whoever put it in the scrap bin, but then we weren't out time, money, and that customer was able to actually complete their project on time because they had to schedule that work. So that immediately paid for itself really within the first week.
0: And if you think about two, if one of those happens to you a month, one $7,000 claim, how much you're out by the end of the year. And then also you made a good point too, about just productivity. When you have to spend time troubleshooting something like that and figuring it out and filing the claim. And we all know that those things are not easy and they're all very time consuming and they take forever. And so this is such a great story. So can you just talk a little bit about what your process is with image capture, what it looks like for your business specifically?
2: Yeah, so we take pictures of absolutely everything as it comes in and that gets attached to the item receipt record. So I have an exact documentation cause I should back up a second probably 80% of what we sell is cross docked. It doesn't actually land on our shelves. So we may have never seen this product before, and we may never see it again. I'm sure you can imagine at an airport and we're talking everything from the front gate of the airport, all the way to the jet bridge that you walk on to get on the plane, to the ground support equipment, baggage handling systems. This is literally everything that it takes to be an airport. We are a one-stop shop. So we come across skus that that's a one-time sale for us. Well, we need to get an image of it because when a customer calls again about it, I need to have some idea what they're talking about, I'm able to go back to those item receipts, look at that, know exactly what we're talking about. And then on item fulfillment, we take pictures of every shipment as it goes out. So I know exactly what's in every package as it goes out. If someone gives me a tracking number, I know exactly what products are in that, not just from the packing slip, but I have an actual documentation of those items are in that box. It wasn't just an errant scan. I have photo evidence also on our work order completions. Currently image capture doesn't write to work orders, but we're still able to do that and write to the item record. So that's very helpful. We use it to capture our QC documentation as well as finished goods. So we really use image capture a little bit beyond even its current scope.
0: Wow. Yeah. And it sounds like it touches every part of your inventory almost, which is so cool. Kate, you were the one who helped Bell get this set up. How easy is it to implement image capture?
1: Extremely easy. It's a matter of turning it on and then within a couple of days one of our business analysts will contact you and run you through the product. For some people like Bill, they can do it on their own, <laughs> log right in and utilize it. For others, they, they need an hour or two with a BA, but it's it's very easy.
0: So easy. Such a great story, Bill. You talk to our prospects, our customers all the time. What advice would you give to other RF Smart users?
2: Yeah, if you're already using RF Smart, you've already made a good decision, but to maximize that investment, both in your NetSuite instance and your investment in RF Smart, really resourcing your employees with that knowledge base, making them comfortable with it. It's a very easy user interface. It's got a graphic UI that guides you in the right direction if you don't know what to search for yet. But Really putting that in front of them early on, that's something that I didn't do as fast as I think I should have. But it's that delegation of knowledge that's going to empower your users. It's going to cut down on their frustration. It's going to increase their buy-in for the product. And it's going to save you time. I'm a bit of a micromanager if I'm not careful. And that's something that's really good for me is being able to put that knowledge in people's hands, let them do this troubleshooting on their own. And also, I mean, just getting knowledge about the product if they're able to ask what else can i do with that it's just maximizing the investment you've already made
0: absolutely and also you mentioned earlier that you have a lot of seasonal turnover you've got a lot of people moving through your warehouse and being able to empower multiple people in the organization to know what's going on and be able to answer questions and help others is so much easier than one person doing and knowing all of the things so i think that that's really great advice bill Well, guys, that's our episode for today. Thank you so much to Bill for joining us and for Kate for being here. If you are listening, make sure you subscribe before you go. You can subscribe anywhere that you listen to podcasts like Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and then, of course, at our website at www.rfsmart.com slash podcast. We have an email subscription there. Make sure you check it out. We mentioned a couple of resources today that I will leave linked in the show notes. Thanks again so much to our guests, and we'll see you again soon.